Hello and welcome to another episode of Creating Connections and Happy Monday. This episode is for any creative that's realized that they've kind of hit a halt in their progress and it could be because they haven't had discipline or they haven't had, um, I guess, it hasn't been clicking for you lately. It just doesn't feel like what you're doing makes sense anymore. And so I wanted to dive into that because that is a very, very vulnerable place that I think if you, you know, kind of open it up and, and look at what's going on, you can kind of find a way to get out of it and, and start making progress again. The two things I wanna talk about when it comes to that stuck feeling with your creativity and not making any progress, half of it being discipline and half of it being the intention slash why piece. So let's start with the discipline aspect. Now, when it comes to discipline, we already know that, you know, you just got to kind of find some time in your day to work on this personal endeavor, whatever it is, and you have to just make it work, right? Like whether you lose sleep or whether you do it after work, whether that means you don't go out on a weekend, you just got to find time for it. That's not the discipline I want to talk about. I want to talk about the mental, I guess, like thoughts that kind of stop you from even finding that time. So... If you have ever felt this way and um, have never called it anything, I hope these things resonate with you. Let's start with number one. So for me, I've noticed when I put something off that I am passionate about or I am excited about, but then when it comes down to it, I'm like, damn, I don't know. I don't feel like it right now. Um, There are two things that are mainly happening. One of them being that I am completely overestimating how long and how hard it's going to be. So in my head, I think it's going to take me so much energy and it's going to take me three hours and it's just going to take all day and that's just not what I wanted to do this weekend because I've had such a long day at work or a long week at work and I am just, I don't know, I could put this off, right? But the more I keep putting it off, the more I lack seeing that growth in that in that project and so I think it's very important that we actually do our work um, but realizing that maybe your discipline isn't going that well because you're kind of overestimating how long it takes you could be a thing so when this happens to me now because I've actually done it so when I don't want to do something I've, I've done it lately I've realized that these things actually take me 30 minutes or an hour even and it isn't as dreadful as I thought and so I will say that my first piece of like an actionable item that you could do is just break the habit once and actually measure how long um, that thing took you, right? As opposed to how long you thought it would take you. And then from there, the more you do it, the more you realize that things won't take as long or they won't require as much energy. But I feel like it really does take doing it that one time to realize that like, oh, I don't know why I've been pushing this off for literally seven months. Um, And now I am more willing to do it next time. And so hand in hand with that, something that I tend to do that I got called on or got called out on by my nail tech is that I create extra steps for myself. So if you're like me and you're able to come up with actionable steps for whatever it is that you're going to do, that's great. It's a superpower, but at the same time, it can cause you to be stuck because you think that in order to get to step eight, you need to do step one, two, three, four, five, six, right? And no one really said that you had to do steps one through six, but in your head, you think that's how it makes sense because you're like, well, in order for me to become a photographer, well, then I need to go to a photographer's class for the first couple of months. And then after that, I'll start building my portfolio. But only after, after I take these classes, I can get to that point. Right. And I mean, this is a very particular example, but 
you can kind of apply it to whatever it is you're pursuing and realize if you are creating these unnecessary steps or not. And in my case, I almost always am. And I realize that those unnecessary steps, I think are the version of Magda that's trying to protect myself from like fear of failure, from being like, well, if I actually got to step five, could I make it? Do I believe in my ability to get to step five or step seven? Let's say that you don't even believe in the actual end goal or see yourself being that person or becoming that amazing cinematography, whatever it may be. Um, But what if it is that you don't believe in yourself fully? So you create those extra steps, only distancing yourself even further from becoming that version that you only hope to become, right? So I think after being called out on that I make all these steps and then kind of sitting and talking about it, especially in this episode, I realized that for me, it 100% stems from fear of failure. And this is a real fear, but like what I've talked about with my therapist in the past about these kind of versions of you that pop out to protect you from something, you kind of just have to be like, hey, this version of Magda, thank you so much for protecting me in this current state, but I don't need this currently. I know at one point you did that for me because it made sense. It protected me from whatever. Um, And thank you for being a part of my life at that point. But for this, like, I got this. Like, I know I'm going to rock it. I'm going to kill it. And I'm going to become that videographer, whatever it is that's on your goal um, for your whatever it is you're pursuing. So that is something that I think the more and more I talk about, I realize the more and more I will feel less stuck in whatever I'm pursuing. The second part of unstucking yourself has to do with revisiting your why. Let's dive into this. When you're committing to something, there are a lot of factors happening, right? For me, one of them has to do with this pressure and that pressure comes from my family history. Um, It comes from my upbringing, if anything. And so I realized this actually the other day that this pressure has always been on my shoulders with every decision I've made regarding my career and my future. And so realizing this, one, is obviously the first step. But secondly, it is kind of a suffocating feeling, right? It feels like you don't really have many choices and it feels like you have to, it's not really many choices, but it feels like you have to make a decision quickly or make a decision in a short amount of time. And so in a sense, it does make you feel like you have less choices because you don't have enough time to explore your options. So for me, I've noticed that my why has always been driven by this weird pressure. Um, And I guess not weird, right? It makes sense because of my upbringing, but from this pressure to become something, you know, help and make sense of what my parents had to sacrifice. The second thing that I notice that drives my why is this view of perfectionism in doing anything. I feel like I personally think if you're gonna become X, you need to become the best one out there. There's no in between. And I also think that I tend to look at options as like, well, you can only consider like level A options. You can't consider level B or C. And what I mean by that is like, you you need to either become like a founder, the CEO or whatever it may be, and you can never be B, C or D, right? Not that B, C, or D are bad, but I think it's because I don't know personally what those options even look like. And so in my pursuit of becoming only A, 
I may realize that I actually wasn't ever meant to become A, or I was, but maybe not through the lens that I put in this little box, right? Which I think goes hand in hand with this perfectionism idea of what success looks like in a career or in pursuing your project even, right? Applying it to what we were talking about at the beginning. And the third thing for me when it comes to setting my intention and why that I want to talk about is clarity, right? So knowing these two things that I shared with you already, the pressure and the perfectionism, do I have time for clarity? I do not think so. And I think that's why intention setting can be so difficult when making decisions because there isn't enough of that time to even sit down and realize what the fuck the why is. And other people could write that why for you, which is something you don't want because at the end of the day, who's going to live your life? You are. And if you're 10 years down the road where you're like, damn, you know what? I didn't really, I didn't feel like that was what I wanted. And so that is why sitting and realizing your why to anything is huge. And so I know that this is a very big concept to grasp in general, and there's no way to go around it that's right or wrong or the ideal way um, in like tackling all this. And so I guess I'm going to share, I share these specific examples because I wanted to share what I'm personally going to do um, so that if you can relate to these examples, you're able to see a small step that could hopefully uh, make a big change for you in the future. But something that I came across in this podcast I've been listening to lately called the Madison Mindset Podcast, um, she has a lot of meditations on there. They're like 10 minutes of magic and she does affirmations and I enjoy them. I do them every morning. I had listened to an episode of hers that had to do with intention setting and why, like your why, right? And she was talking about how when it comes to the gym, the reason you can't get up isn't motivation, but it's because you don't know, because your why to stay in bed has a bigger priority than your why to get out of bed for the gym. And I thought that made so much more sense to me than asking myself like, yo, where's this motivation to go? Like, I know I really want to go and push myself, but like, I feel like sleeping in tonight because I did this last night and now I'm tired and I don't want to be tired during work, et cetera, et cetera. So hearing what she said, I obviously prioritize that rest over and like not having a bad day at work because I'm tired over those um, physical gains that I've been really wanting to do or push myself towards. And at the end of the day, there's two whys on the table, right? And that's what she talked about in her episode that I thought was really interesting. I've never looked at it like that. I've always looked at it as like one option, but I tend to like skip out on it. But no, it's really two options, two whys, and you prioritize one or the other. And so going back to what I was talking about when it comes to intention setting, she talked about putting post-it notes on, so she said put a post-it note on your phone so that when you do snooze your alarm on that post-it note, You'll have the reason behind why you're even working out and why you're motivated to do it or why you should be. And I felt like that was a really good way to just get started with intention setting. And so that's what I was going to do for myself. Um, And I think obviously there's going to be a lot more work that needs to be done. Um, For me, I think it's always meditation and journaling where I get to kind of just sit with my thoughts and therapy and like going to therapy as well. But I think moments with myself where it is just the journaling or the meditating where I could sit and actually think of, you know, what it is, do you, what do you want, right? Like, why are you pursuing this or this? I think the next time I do that, I'm going to use the same post-it notes to write down in just some small bullet points what those things are and put them um, just around the house, like on my computer screen, on my mirror, so that I know the next time that, like, if I know 
one of my goals is to be kinder to myself because the why has to do with like, yo, I don't want little Magda one day, the kid I have, to have these negative, like I've grown up with my mom um, saying self-deprecating things to herself. And I think this is a common thing that a lot of my friends can relate to, but like our moms have said things about themselves in front of us that have made us question like, well, am I feeling kind of bloated today? Does, does Do my arms look thick today? Is this a bad thing, right? So once again, if the motivation is this little future daughter that I have and I don't want her to hear this negative talk and I see this fucking post-it note on the mirror, you bet for damn sure I won't say bad things to myself because it just makes sense that I practice on that now as opposed to waiting until she's born and then I'm like, cool, let me apply a hundred million things I said I was going to work on all at once while trying to raise a child. Absolutely not. Um, so, so yeah, so these post-it notes are my way of kind of like wham, bam, in my face, really trying to just like practice knowing my why and if it changes it changes guess what i can do with this post-it note i can rip it out and i can go ahead and put a new one up so i think this will keep me conscious um, of my actions and why i'm taking the steps i'm taking and that is how i am going to work on unstucking myself um and pushing through my creativity hiccups and just anything that i you know agree to work on or push towards so I hope this episode was helpful to you. I hope that I um, was able to make you feel like you are not the only person going through this because I know that there are multiple people out there that are, um, but sometimes coming up with like, you know, the next steps or how to work on this can be a little hard. So I hope this helped. Other than that, though, I hope to catch you guys in the next one. If you think anything about these podcast episodes, if you enjoy them, if you hate them, let me know. Um, If you have a particular one that you want me to talk about or something that you're like, yo, I feel this way about this, do you have anything to say towards that? Um, More than likely, I almost always have something to say because I will Google and I will learn and I will be like, oh my God, this connected to this. And so anyways, I am more than eager to answer or talk about anything that you guys are interested in. Um, when it comes to mental health or when it comes to just like self-improvement. So thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you guys later. Toodles.